I have come to lead you to the other shore, into eternal darkness, into fire, and into ice. Welcome to St. Paxton, a narrative real play podcast created by friends to explore humanity and endure horror. A world where you can try anything. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Welcome to St. Paxton. I am your Game Master, Veronica. I don't know why I said it like that. I apologize. But um, you don't have to worry because you don't have to hear just me today. I have friends. Seriously, they're here. They're going to hop up any second. I do have friends, you guys. It's what true. What order were we supposed to do that? <laughs> it's me, Mike Lane. I'm playing your boy, Nicholas Watley. That's right. I'm Stacy, and I'm playing Bellamy Deep Now, your girl. I'm Steph, and I'm playing Clara Carter. My name is Fred, and I play Edward Worthington III. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ben, and I play uh, Max Anderson. All my friends. (laughs) So thanks, everyone, for finally showing up. It's been a joy and a gift. Uh, Let's do some housekeeping. If everyone will please refresh their luck right now. Oh, absolutely. After last episode, I rolled an 88, which is exactly my luck. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, so you're only rolling one die 10. That's right. All right. And I got a nine. Great. That's the nines. Uh, Fred. I have a 45 luck and I rolled a 95. So that's a D10 plus five. I rolled an eight. So that gives me 13 more luck. All right. That sounds great. Steph. I am currently sitting at 99 luck, so I didn't roll. But I do need to spend some luck. Wow. What a hoardy horde. Uh, And Ben. I rolled a 67, which would be (laughs) below my current 73 luck. So that would mean I rolled a 1d10 plus 5. I rolled a 9, equaling out to 14. And which brings me up to an 87 luck. This is your math ASMR. (laughs) Oh, the thing thanks, we never knew Khan we Academy. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, and Stacy, I rolled a 98, which is above my luck. So I rolled a 7 plus a 5 is 12, which puts me at 98 luck. Y'all going to need it. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm Spend not, all your luck to yeah, find us. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great choice, actually. <laughs> okay. Any other questions, comments, crippling fears, rude comments? Yeah, I got one. Great. <laughs> Dang. Rude comment? So aren't we supposed to roll over our luck and we get more luck to roll? Because like as you spend luck, your luck gets lower and lower. Yeah. So if I had like 13 luck, right? So you were at 45 luck, right? And I rolled a 95. So I should have rolled 2. 2d10. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So I That's did that on you wrong. for misunderstanding. Ooh, I rolled a 10. So, yep, oh, that yay. is. I'm a rude boy. <laughs> I'm at 68 luck now. I was tonight. And what? don't you have the lucky thing? So aren't you getting an extra? Oh, it, I get 2d10 plus 5 for 
my roll, and then I get an extra D10 for my feet. So I rolled another five. Oh boy, guys, I'm at 73 luck. I'm Great. just going to be using <laughs> luck willy nilly today. Hell yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay, so the last time that we left you all, um, you were in separate locations. So, well, I guess we had two groups, rather. Uh, so we have most of the gang at Mary Mason's home, and you are fighting uh, the person that you know to be Alaria. And Clara has this kind of out-of-body experience where she goes to this uh, strange place and learns uh, a new spell. And then we learned that she's not great at casting that spell because she did almost no damage with this really <laughs> rude spell. <laughs> it looks and badass, though. We've got some failed sanity happening. And um, so we've got Max, who is currently probably in about minute two or three of a, of a five minute sanity loss. And um, we have Bellamy, who is also suffering from sanity loss, who's probably about uh, maybe three to four minutes into hers because she's driving while insane. And then we've got Edward, who has called an ambulance to come to Mary Mason's house um, and has also performed... A very risky surgery, but uh, something that he deemed needed to be done. And he's reconnected with Watley. Watley um, had some ooze and snot and stuff and everything coming out of his body. And then he's decided that he's okay. Um, and now they're going to hobble away, I guess. I don't know what the intent was. But, um, oh, yeah. And there's Nighthawk. Did Nighthawk come into the building yet? Maybe into the building, but I think they were just knocking at the door like they were trying to get in. And then eventually they I think they just gave up. Yeah. Okay. Just ran away. Going <laughs> away. There were Wait, birds. Yeah. yeah. There were birds. Oh, no. And then birds smashed in. Oh, yeah. The room is filled with birds. I'm about to set uh, uh, Clara on fire. <laughs> there was some some hot CPR action happening in the corner. Bellamy's just like, just like playing, just what we used to do on country roads when I was growing up and just be like, I'm in England. And then just like drive on the other side of the road when there's no one else on the road. So that's what I remember. That's so funny. In Texas, we didn't call it um, that. We said we pay pa taxes on both sides of the road. So <laughs> <laughs> as children who didn't pay taxes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I think we're caught up to where you all need to be. Uh, filled in and refreshed. Let's get to it. Bellamy, high or low for favorable results? Um, let's go low for favorable results. Okay, great. You arrive at the gates of the Watley estate. Let me know what you do. I will go ahead and park the truck, get out and walk towards the house. Okay, so the gate is pretty easy to open and close. It's not like it's a fancy prance you have to put in a code or anything. Do you close the gate behind you? No, I don't think I think about that. Okay, great. Um, and are you taking anything with you? Oh, Max's backpack for sure. Max's backpack. Mm -hmm. That's it. Uh, yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I had anything else on me. You have two dogs. Oh, I forgot about the damn dogs. 
all the time. I forget about the dogs. Okay. Well, yes, I'm, I'm taking the puppies and the backpack. Okay. The puppies will follow. The two doggos and you walk up the hill and you see that there are no cars that are parked outside of the main house or the barn or anything. There doesn't seem to be anyone at home. Uh, okay. I am going to go see if the front door is open. Okay, great. Um, I don't know if you need to roll anything for that. Uh, Watley, do you fucking lock your doors? No. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, the front door is unlocked in a very friendly manner, you know. We know our uh, neighbors around here. Okay, uh, I let myself in and I will call out Watley, Clara, anybody here? And I don't hear anything. <laughs> so I will go ahead and let the dogs in, kind of let them run free and uh, go see if I can... You know what? I don't even know. I don't know where else they would be. So I guess I'm just going to make myself at home, assuming that they're going to show up here. So I'm going to go to the fridge and get a glass of water or juice or something. Well, what are you getting? Are you getting water or are you getting juice? Probably juice. Okay, great. Uh, everyone is in the mood for an ocean spray, I'm sure. Yes. So <laughs> you open up the refrigerator and you are astonished to see that there are not many items in the fridge outside of a lot of butter, an unreasonable amount of butter. And there are also many jars of what look like milk jugs, like the little glass milk jugs, Uh, but they are filled with some other substance. It looks like it's just really dark purple I'm going to assume the butter is for suppositories, and then I'm going to reach over and grab one of the glass milk bottles. Um, Is it just like an open top, or is it, like, does it have a a cork in it or something? Uh, So you would just, like, pop it off. I mean, it looks like a a resealable type thing. Okay, um, I'll open it and smell it. Uh, It smells like maybe copper or iron. It does not smell appetizing I wouldn't think to you uh no 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 I'm gonna grimace and and close it back up and put it in there and then I'll just get a glass of tap water and go make myself at home in his front room I guess as you make your way to the front room you see that Watley has a little console that is right by the stairs and that's where the telephone and the answering machine are do you stop to check any of that stuff out? There's also a little writing pad, all sorts of things there. You know, the classic messaging area. Is the light blinking on his answering machine? It is maybe. High or low for favorable results? High for favorable. The light is blinking. Um, yeah, I'll check. I'll mosey over there and look to see if he's written anything on the notepad. And then... I am going to press the button to listen to his messages because I don't currently trust him because he's been lying a lot lately. Okay. Uh, The answering machine clicks on and you hear Watley's recorded message, which goes a little something like this. Hey, this is Watley. Leave me a message and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. 
Thanks. Beep. So the answering machine, it uh, pops on and you hear the voice of an unfamiliar man. Um, hey there, Watley, this is Jack. And uh, I was just calling to ask you a little something about the uh, arrangement that we had made a couple months back. You see, I'm a little bit behind and, uh, well, well, things just have not been turning out the way that I thought they were going to. And I had wondered if you had seen the papers today about, you know, having a reset coming on. And I was wondering if you knew anything about that, because I sure don't. And, um, essentially, what I'm, what I'm wanting to get at here is that I, I don't exactly have, uh, everything in order for you. And, um, well, I, I would just like to see if maybe you could extend me a bit of credit. Uh, thanks again. Uh, again, my name is Jack Cornelius. Again, my name is, uh, don't, don't forget this is uh, Jack Cornelius. Uh, I guess call me back, same number. Uh, bye. You know, I hate, I hate talking to those machines. Okay, uh, well, you know, I, I'm gonna be here for a while, so I think I'm just gonna search his house. I'm just going to spend some time looking through his things. Who is Nicholas Watley, actually? Tentacle boy. All right. That sounds great. Um, what room do you go into first? I'm going to search for an office. Downstairs. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, you find one. No problem. There it is. Roll spot hidden. I feel kind of bad because it's Mike. <laughs> Okay, I got a 57, but I have a 46, so I'm going to spend some luck. Great. Glad um, to hear it. I have a lot of luck, so I'm going to take it down to a 23, which will be... Uh, that's going to be a hard success. Great. Perfect. I love to hear it. Don't forget that you are under the influence of a failed sanity rule. So what you find is Watley's personal diary, which goes into detail about the feeding habits of his monstrous brother. Um, all of the things that he has to get in order to sustain his brother without there being this outbreak of killings on the island and how much work he's put into protecting the islands and how he just can't see how people don't appreciate him and his family more for protecting them from him. It's really frustrating. And then you see, you go back and you see, oh, this Jack Cornelius, he provides the, the pigs the sheep and oftentimes like a cow and that's how he feeds the monstrous brother there's also a couple of notes about how most people can't get into the barn which has been really helpful to him but he does detail the events that happened when Todd died where Todd got into the barn all sorts of things and then you know he didn't expect this but Todd just like zipped into his body somehow and then the two of them decided they were going to try and do this shared body experience and then all of a sudden Todd was like no nah, I'm out actually and then he left and he doesn't know what happened there so if that's any relief to you there you have it uh, but he does say you know we've got to make sure that more foxes and things don't make themselves don't make themselves like able to get into the barn so there are some places where you can slip into the barn um, and he's going to have to spend some time putting some chicken wire and 
uh, just some traps and things to keep unwanted critters out of the barn. Does he give any details as to where these little areas are? With a hard success, yeah, absolutely. If you go to the back left corner of the barn, you're going to see that there was a very large hole from what looks to be either a wolf or some kind of large creature, maybe even a cougar that's trying to get in there. All right. Time is also ticking away, and you see that he is detailing um, all of these, you know, questions about what he and Mary are to each other. They've gone on several dates. Um, the making out was very pleasant, but she doesn't want it to go much further than that. She doesn't seem to be that interested in him. But then she starts calling and leaving messages all the time. So does she want more of a relationship or not? You know, shit or get off the pot, Mary. But it is very strange the way that she's been acting recently. Uh, I thought I was under the understanding that... Bellamy and Watley had a bit of a thing going on. So this is, um, I thought they were just friends. So I'm excited as the game master to learn this. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, no, I thought, I thought there was more. So, which also entertains me because Mike took over that freaking character and like, (laughs) um, (laughs) gods okay so i just i'm gonna go ahead and put that diary down now because well and now i'm gonna go back to the answering machine and i'm going to listen for old messages perfect the most recent message that you get to is the mary mason message from previous episodes where she says that she's just not feeling well um she just she does really seem to be in distress that was the message that was right after uh jack's message so there you have it and with that we will conclude your failed sanity role Okay, so that message, is that the one that cuts off before she technically hangs up? Okay. Um, I would like to try to call that number back. That's a great question. Um, (laughs) Does this Sarah have (laughs) just caller ID? No. So there's not really a way for you to do that. You could, like, because you're playing these messages off of tape. So there's not like a caller ID or anything like that. Can you use like star six seven or star? It's well, star sixty nine. Okay, you know that. You no, know I don't. That. I don't remember if it was sixty seven or sixty nine. Okay, but so the last <laughs> call that came through is technically going to be Jack, though, right? Yeah. Okay, so that's not going to work either. All right. Well, I mean, you were okay. just in his office. You could go and look. Yeah. Well, I'll do that then. I okay. look for her number. Great. So you see a little Rolodex there and you've got Mary Mason's uh, office number, her personal number, her bag phone number, and her home address. I will call her home phone. Okay, great. This is a great place to switch it over to the other crew. Edward, you are helping Watley as you're kind of hobbling away from where he was kind of like just knocked out for a second. And Watley, everyone, I guess, can actually hear 
the phone ringing just on Mary Mason's desk. So I just called the police or the paramedics. You called for paramedics. I think that in the last episode, you direct called the hospital. Mm. I wonder if I think like maybe they're trying to get back in contact with us and whether that would be motive enough for me to answer the phone. And what was I currently doing? Was I helping Watley? Yeah, you were helping Watley. Okay. I don't think I would go to the phone then. Okay. Yeah, and and the, the room is still filled with birds, and uh, Alaria is still up. Right. right? And okay. the initiative order is Edward, Watley, Clara, Alaria, and then Nighthawk. If I recall, Max, were you trying to do something to Clara? <laughs> yes. Um, so, what you have seen <laughs> so far is that I have looked at the tree form of Clara and kind of quietly nodded. And then went over to the fireplace and then grabbed some liquor and then had made a trail to up to where she is. Uh, you don't know what I'm doing, but th- that is that is what is observed. Mm-hmm. And is Watley currently like in a bad state? No, I because I think I just got hit with that um, stuff. She shot me with a, a gun that choked me, but I... Use telekinesis yeah. to push it out. Okay. I don't know that I actually That's took right. any damage That's from right. that. No. So he he seems to be fine, just kind of recovering from a bad spot. And also in the last episode, you directly ignored Max's whatever it was he's doing because you said, I trust that Max knows what he's doing for the next step. Like he's clearly putting together a plan for Alaria. And then what are my thoughts for... Um, Clara, like, I'm aware that she turned into a tree. Yeah, I mean, she's there grooting it out, so. (laughs) And then lastly, Ilaria, is she threatening towards me? Does she have a weapon? Um, She seems to be now focused on Clara. My gun, do, do I, I have a gun that can heal, correct? If I recall correctly. You believe you have a gun that can heal. Would I be able to use that gun in a standard fashion, or do I feel like it would only heal and it wouldn't be detrimental to Ilaria if I were to shoot her with it? In the last episode, you guys had talked about the bullets being the the components. So not the gun itself, but the bullets are the the, the healing component. And... How many birds are in the room? I just need to paint a picture right now. Uh, maybe like a hundred. <laughs> it's a lot of birds. <laughs> okay. They're specifically nighthawks, so they're kind of big birds, but not big bird. We're not sponsored by Sesame Street. <laughs> one hundred big birds. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so crowded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In my head, now in my head, it's just like Big Bird, but with black feathers. But it's that, that uh, gif of him like kicking down the fucking door and then just like looking in. Oh god, that is nightmarish. <laughs> That's terrifying. Max, we need to get out of here. Um, I'm gonna grab Watley. You grab Clara, the the tree. I, I I'll take care of Clara. Just go. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I will grab Watley and see if I could help him. Uh, get out of this room 
Sure. So the door, the door that you entered from is blocked, but Nighthawk, or I guess all of the birds rather, came through this bay window. So the bay window is completely crushed out. There is a lot of glass and stuff there, but you could probably hobble out of there in a turn or two. Okay, I'll I'll start working my way out with Watley in tow. Okay. Watley, it is your turn. Okay. I am going to draw my shurikens and okay. throw them at Alaria. Great. So are you doing this as you're fleeing? So are you going to be, like, are you moving with Edward to the end of your turn and then turning around and... Yes. Okay, great. So you're moving along with Edward, but then as you both step onto the bench that is right in front of the bay window, Watley turns around and you see that his stomach sort of like just does this rumbly thing. And out of nowhere, there are a bunch of shurikens just like all around him, kind of like a halo of shurikens, but they're just floating in midair. Watley, you can make your move. Do I roll once or eight times or how many times do I roll for this? Eight times if you're doing all eight. Okay. Okay, I'm going to use 21 points of luck to drop a few of these to successful rolls. Okay. All right, so I got 23, a hard success. 67, which I lowered to 60 for a success. 80, a fail. 82, a fail. 66, lowered to 60 for a success. 12, it's extreme success. 68, lowered to 60 for a success. And 57, a success. Great. So that's six? Six. Successes. How much damage does that do? I'm looking for your goddamn character sheet on my desk and I can't find it. Well, it's 1d3 plus one half of my db, which is a d6. So I think it's just a d6. Okay, great. Yeah, let's, not, let's do that. Which so 66. Yeah. But if you do the d3 plus D3, you'd automatically get a minimum of two per instead of a D6, which is a minimum of one. Fucking nerd over here. I love it. Thank God Fred's here for you. Believe it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, hang on. Shurikens, I'm Naruto. (laughs) 20 damage. That's a lot of damage. In this world, that's a lot. Yeah, so you see these shuriken just explode load across the room. Uh, They seem to get really big once they've been launched, so they are really small um, when they are near Watley, but they turn into these huge, um, like almost forearm-sized pieces of metal, and they just like hit this person in their metal suit um, over and over, and she is just like now turned into this like porcupine-type character that has all of these uh, really big ash shurikens that are kind of sticking out of her body and you see that like blood just spurts out of her mouth. Uh, Alright, so that is Watley's turn. Clara, you see Alaria as she is looking at you, bulging eyes, veins popping out of her forehead and then all of a sudden from behind you these huge throwing stars get like just impaled all over her body and she coughs out a huge splurt of blood in your direction. Let me know what you do. 
Does she seem incapacitated like she might not follow us if we were to flee? Or is she still I guess upright? I don't know that you could judge that without a roll. Let me if you want to make a roll on that, let me know. Um Yeah, because I'm trying to decide if I would run or go after her, so um, would that be like first aid, or what kind of fighting skills do you have? Uh, well, I do have fighting brawl, which if I will I... let you use that to assess your opponent. Oh, okay. I know that's not what that's intended to do, but it seems fine to me. Okay, um, so that's fifty-nine out of fifty. So I will use nine luck points. Great, good choice. Um, yeah, she's definitely wounded for sure, but she also seems really intent on doing a lot of damage to you. So it, it could really go either way. You know, is she going to try and kill you? You have no idea. She's a wild animal at this point. Okay. And at this point, Edward and Watley are trying to get out of uh, the window. Yeah, if you take a glance at her and then you glance over at your friends, they are like one hop away from being able to get out of the window. Okay, so I am going to want to buy them some time so that they can escape. And what I'd like to do is, uh, probably using Fighting Brawl, I guess, but I want to basically tackle her with Twiggy's help. So that, like, if I can kind of tackle her down and Twiggy can entangle her so that she's not going to go anywhere is my goal. Okay. Yeah, we could certainly do that. Cool. Um, Wow, that's a three, which would be an extreme success. Perfect. So as you formulate your attack plan in your mind, you hear a voice kind of that really does not seem familiar to you pipe up and say, yes, I've got your back. Let's go. And you start feeling branches kind of coming out of your ribs as you start taking steps forward. Max, what you see is this big, like, um, Actually, Clara, you explain it. I don't fucking have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It, with that voice in my head, I'm moving forwards and these branches are sort of growing out of me and my arms reach out towards her with the branches. So we're sort of just moving all as one and being careful to avoid the shrukens that are sticking out of her. I want to just kind of like run at her and envelop her in these branches so that she can't move. With your extreme success, uh, I would say that, you know, maybe that is your intent, but then Twiggy kind of buffs up the areas where you were going to hit shurikens. So instead of not like hitting them, you actually crush them further into her. So you kind of create this like big bear hug of a tree trunk around her and you hear this like crushing of a bug almost as her exoskeleton just crumples and then there's a really satisfying squish behind it. 
That's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Now Twiggy has some blood to drink. Max, you see all of this occur. (laughs) That's fucked up. (laughs) Let me know what you do. Well, slightly frustrated. Uh, you move from my special spot. I gotta make the trail longer. So I'm still, how many minutes you think I got left? I think you probably only have about uh, like 45 seconds left for this. Okay. I mean, you could make it happen. I could, I could make it happen. I also wish I could just make the, the room blow up. So now that, okay, so now that the tree monster has has moved forward. I don't even think of that as Clara anymore. That Clara is somewhere in the tree monster. Clara's either gone or I can, if I kill the tree monster, Clara will come out. So now that the tree monster has moved and I can no longer make a trail of fire, I think, well, Alaria needs to go and this tree monster needs to go. I guess Edward put the lady that got beat up in a safer room. If I just nuke this room it should be fine so I look around to see what I could do to make the fireplace just erupt at least erupt outwards because it would just erupt towards them that's the other side of the room so it has to travel a ways but if I could make it do that that would be ideal um so you see that there is the little uh it's almost like a decorative set of like fireplace tools because it's a gas mm-hmm. uh, fireplace but you could certainly take one and like pull those fake logs out bust the pipe and it would just torch everything because there would be no regulator there so the fire would just just erupt out yeah. and just start going everywhere gotcha yeah I'm gonna do that okay great roll demolitions for me you got it it's going to get bad real quick. 31 out of 31 success. Okay. So you do all of these things. Edward and Watley, high or low for favorable results? Always high. I would like low, please. Okay. You see that Max has a plan in mind, and that's when you decide to turn your back to the room and jump over the bushes and into the yard. Max, you're able to very quickly get over to the fireplace. You yank out the regulator, all sorts of, you know, things. I mean, it's just very sloppy. And the room is immediately filled with this fire, almost like dragon's breath. Uh, amount of fire coming out of this fireplace and roll dexterity max no problem (laughs) that will be uh, a 15 extreme success under 19 okay so as this is erupting you also see all of the birds in this area start flapping their wings and it creates more air for this to this fire to feed on and then these birds turn into like these flaming birds that just continue to like feed the fire and take it higher and higher you jump out of the window you crash on top of max or a bleh, 
you crash on top of Edward and Watley, uh, like a real superhero, and Clara, roll dexterity. Twenty-five, which is a hard success. Um, or I can spend some luck points to make that an extreme success. If you want to, you will sustain damage if you do a hard success, but you won't die. You will be able to escape with very little damage if you use your luck to make this an extreme success. Okay, I'm definitely going to use the luck then. Okay. Uh, so that's 11 luck points. Because you're faced away from the fireplace, because you are facing the door in 42 almost the entire time, you do not see what's happened here behind you. You just know that fire is bursting through. So together, you and Twiggy are able to use your dexterity to kind of turn into like a rolling wooden ball that bursts out of this room and... A few moments later, maybe, you know, 20, 30 seconds later, Max, Watley, and Edward, you see Clara running out in just human form out of the house with a kind of singed hair, definitely some red skin where she's blistered, but uh, so far seems okay. Clara, you'll take five points of damage. I'll think... It worked! I saved her! And that will conclude your time of uh, lost sanity. Oh, God. <laughs> Once you're all out on the yard, uh, the phone eventually stops ringing. <laughs> Got about that. Oops. Damn it, no one answered. And you may uh. remember the last few moments before things just exploded where there was an eye, or two, rather, in the ceiling. Just uh, helping you remember the last episode, you have to do exactly nothing with that information. But Bellamy, no one answers. I tried the bag phone. Uh, No one answers the bag phone either. It's not ringing out in her car or anything? Oh, that's a great, that's a great question. Mm. <laughs> Everyone roll listen. Ooh, I was going to roll, but I know I that's not for me. Bonus die. <laughs> I hear the phone ringing in the distance. <laughs> you, might, you might hear something worse. Oh, no, thank you. 65 out of 80. 53 under 70 for a regular success. 45 under 70 for a regular success. 49 over 40 was not successful. My ears are ringing from the explosion. <laughs> Those of you with a regular success, you uh, basically hear something in the garage, but you don't quite know what it is because the garage door is closed. But you do hear a muffled sound coming from in there. Maybe an alarm of some type. Well, we did just blow this place up. Maybe we need to turn off something so the noise doesn't just, you know... Why do you turn it off? There's already people coming to help, right? So, how did it explode? I, I, it was, it was a masterful plan by me. Okay, that could have killed me. Um, no, that well, what it was was that the the that that creature had you, so I, I got you out of there. 
Ilaria? I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure I, I was doing pretty pretty good in the fight. Um, no, no, no. The the, the the thing that was fighting Ilaria, that I that it, it like captured you. I got you out of there. You get to the garage and you open the door and you clearly see or hear now that the phone inside of the car is ringing. Hold, hold that, hold that, hold that thought, hold that thought, Rosie. We'll, we'll talk about, listen, I got, I got, I've, I've learned a lot of strategies in my time overseas. I'm, I'm going to, do you, do you mind if I get this phone? Did you want to answer it? What's... You, you go ahead. I, yeah, we need to talk about this at some point. Absolutely. No, I'd okay. be happy to share my, my, my strategies with you. I reach into the car and pick up the phone. Hello, Mary Mason's phone. Who am I speaking to? Uh, Max? Oh, Bellissima! Oh my gosh, you're awake! Oh, I was so nervous. Uh, you were sleeping like a little angel. Yeah, uh, okay, so where are you? We're, we are at Mary Mason's house. Turns out, you remember Alaria? Uh-huh. Uh, we, uh, she, uh, broke in here and beat Mary Mason, uh, near to death. So, uh, I blew her up. Oh. So if you want to come over here and, like... Because we're probably going to be here for a minute or... I don't know. Here, you you have this number, right? Uh, you should... I, did, where, where are you calling from? I don't have a caller ID. There's no... There's. I don't know. What, where are you calling from? What's going on? Um, I'm, I'm, at, I'm at Nicholas's house. Wally's house. Oh! Um, oh, okay. What, did you leave something there? <laughs> uh, Mary might have, uh, but I definitely did not. Oh. So, um... Okay. But yeah, so I just came here looking for you guys... I, uh, you blew up Mary. Maybe you guys should just come here. If you, if you, if you blew Alaria up, you should, you should probably get out of there. You should get out of there. Why are you talking to me on the phone? Get out of there. Oh, good point. All right. We'll see you soon. Bye. Okay. Bye. Hang up the phone. Great. My turn. So <laughs> as you kind of get your bearings about you, whether you're in the front yard, whether you're in the garage or whatever, you all hear this really loud, like clap of thunder, white blinding light behind you, or I guess rather all around you. Let me know what you do with that information. Actually, there seems to be a, almost like a spotlight coming from the sun to Mary Mason's house. I think I oh, want to creep, creep out to the edge of the garage and peek out. Which direction do you look? Up, down, side to side? If I feel like it's coming from the direction of the sun, I would look up. Great. You look up and you see uh, what looks like a ship in the sky. It is a pure white ship and the spotlight that's coming down almost looks like uh, it's from some sort of prism. It's very colorful now that you're looking at it. And you see someone walking down this spotlight. Anyone else that looks up will also see this. Do I recognize this at all? Can I roll no. uh, Cthulhu Mythos? You can try anything. Ooh. All right, I'm going to roll that. 17. That was a damn good roll. And I'm just going to bump it three to 14, okay. which is a hard success. So you're trying to think of where you maybe have seen this written down somewhere. And 
as something sort of creeps to the edge of your mind, it's sort of whisked away because you don't quite know what this is, but you do know that it's very otherworldly and probably of magical origin and properties that are different from your own. Okay. Um, guys, are you seeing this? Uh, the ship in the sky? Yeah. The guy walking down? No, I just got off the phone with, uh, uh, Bellissima. Oh, oh, uh-oh. Uh, Great, so we're all looking. Everyone roll sanity. <laughs> you fools. <laughs> as soon as you said it was a beam coming out from the sun, I was like, holy shit. I'm so excited. <laughs> we want to roll under, right? Yes. Yes, always under. Okay. Uh, so I did roll well, 29 out of my sanity, which I believe is currently 60. I got 58 out of 89. Too sane, too sane. <laughs> I got, well, my sanity is 46, and I rolled the magic number, 42. Ooh. I got 56 out of 65, so I am okay. Okay, great. So weird shit has happened today and none of you are phased by a fucking floating ship in the sky absolutely not and you watch as this person walks out of the sky and into the fiery pit of what was Mary Mason's house this person brings out a flaming body and then takes it back up into the ship. This all takes maybe a minute altogether. Let me know what you do after the body has been removed from the house. You hear fire or some kind of siren. Do we recognize either of the either the body getting taken out or the person coming down from the beam? The body coming out would probably not be recognizable to you. Actually, um... Now, I can't, I can't tell you whether or not you would notice that. It's really far away. So. There wouldn't be like a. Uh, there wasn't like a, a bunch of metal or anything on them? There's no metal on them. Ouch. Okay. <laughs> there's. My. It, there's three. There's three. Cha- there's three things that could be. So it's not. And we've eliminated uh, one. <laughs> one. So oh, it's boy. either. 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 Either Ed's going to be really mad at me. Or everyone's going to be mad at me. <laughs> and this figure who came down from the ship, they didn't seem to notice us at all. They're certainly not paying you any attention. Does anyone have okay. any binoculars or uh, a bag of holding that might have something in it? I do. <laughs> You're not Damn here. It. <laughs> well, when they're when when they come out of the house, is there like are they just moving so fast we can't even stop to say anything? I we mean, sh- you could we- say whatever you like. Rather, I mean, so maybe on their way up, they're about halfway up. I'll give you that. Hey, uh, who are you? Where are you going? What's what are you doing here? Uh, the person ignores you, but they do put up a hand in your general direction of like stop talking to me and continue to walk. 
I'm one of the famous five, sacred five. You should pay attention to me. As I elbow Claire, like, hey, let's see if that works. Everyone roll listen. Mm -mm. (laughs) Oh boy. 27 out of 70 for a hard success. 85 of 40. I don't hear anything or maybe I hear too much. I got 18 under 35, which would be a hard success. Two out of 80 for an extreme success. All right. So uh, hard and extreme successes. You hear laughter at this. I mean, this person is tickled that Max is touting the name of one of the one of the five, right? The, The famous five. And Clara, at the very end, you hear a voice that is incredibly familiar to you. This is the voice of the person that you met in the tower, the person responsible for teaching you how to cast your spell. And she says, God, I hope it was worth him dying for this. The rainbow bridge disappears. Moments pass, and Clara, you are still kind of tuned into the sounds that are happening all around you. It's almost like you're tuning out the sirens that are wailing toward you. And then all of you see as a body is cast from this ship, and it just lands in front of you, but it is suddenly surrounded by those flaming birds. So there's this huge pile of flaming birds in the center of the driveway. And then this person drops down in kind of a superhero type pose. And they look up and it is Mary Mason. Her eyes are glowing white. Her hair is just shocked white and is floating all around her. She looks in your direction. Bellamy. Okay. Max hangs up. Seems like everyone's going to come over really soon. It shouldn't be, but moments. (laughs) Yep. God damn it. God damn it. Maybe I don't hang it up quite right. Maybe she hears on the phone. I don't know. Maybe I missed the ringer. I don't know. Can I roll? Can yeah, I roll to see yeah, if yeah, I forget yeah. to hang up? Okay. Uh, or, okay. What? All right. I'll just, whatever. Roll stupidity. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> or. It's, it's pretty high. <laughs> Isn't there like a luck roll? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you just roll luck? All right. And I mean, you want her to okay. be able to hear you. So that's what we'll go for here. So. Yeah. Med- I want some meta luck right now. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, I'm trying to roll under my current luck amount. That's right. Eh, okay. That's a 32 under my current luck of 87. So. Okay, great. So you see that, or Bellamy, you hear that Max, instead of like actually hanging up the phone and putting it in the little clicky receiver. He just tosses it in the front seat of the car. Like, I don't know, fucking care. And walks away and you hear him yelling about something. He's like, what? We're the, we're the famous, you know, five, blah, blah. 
And then maybe through some muttering or whatever of people like, what is that? So you're still on the phone, actually. If I hear him like getting quieter as he's walking away from the phone and then I hear all this, I'm just going to be like, why? It's it's a bag phone. Why didn't he keep it with him? I <sighs> So I hang up because I don't know what else to do with that. They left the phone in the car. <laughs> um, and then I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go, I'm going to gather up the dogs, grab Max's pack, go back outside, get in the truck. Nope, because I don't know where Mary lives. I need yes, a map. Yes, you do! I do? <laughs> you have the address. You have the address. <laughs> but do I know how to get there myself? I need a map. So I will go back into the office and quickly look for a map. Maybe he has one on the wall. Maybe... No, you will roll navigate, goddammit. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> Uh, no. Watley is an amateur cartographer, so there are all these yes. maps. See? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Don't lean on a map at Watley's house. You'll get some old ass version of this fucking yeah. island. True. Very true. I'll just be lost. Just, t- just have the dog sit in your lap. They'll magically tell you where to. God damn it. You'll, re- you'll end up at Rudy Yelp's house. I see no downside to this. <laughs> all right. Navigate, huh? Good old 10 right there. Oh, hell no. I got an 84 and I don't have enough to even <laughs> fix that. Luck. So, no, luck's not going to help me. <laughs> Get down okay. to 10. 84? Great. Yeah. You feel like um, you know this street where it's at. You've been near cool. this street before and you feel pretty confident that you'll be able to get there in no time. Excellent. I load the dogs back up in the truck with me and grab Max pack and I head off in that direction because I'm thinking, hold on, my dog is. That's one of the dogs. dogs. Okay, yeah. Yeah, So I'm thinking. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking that I can just go find them and pick them up along the way and make it faster for them to get away from the house they just exploded. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, great. Uh, so while you're in your stolen vehicle, yep. you drive by every single police precinct in this city, on this island, rather. Um, you stop by familiar places, you take the country roads that are the longest, most scenic routes. The rest of the gang. You see this person as their eyes are sort of glowing at you. And then there seems to be a change where Mary kind of comes into her own and she gives you a couple of blinks, blinks, and then passes out. I would like to rush to catch her. Okay, great. Roll dexterity. All right. I will also. Wait, Edward. I hope they knock heads. It would be so fun. I'm going to stand and watch. (laughs) What, What do we roll? Uh, just dexterity. 39 out of 75. 22 out of 85. So Mary's hair does change back to its normal blonde color. There is no floaty mess happening with her hair anymore. But she can't even hit the ground. Both Edward and Watley rush to her side and cradle her shoulders and her arms and her head before she can actually hit and just gently allow her 
to fall to the ground and uh, have cradled her body thusly. And that is when Bellamy will roll up. So I have the gas. (laughs) Are you going to run her over? Both of (laughs) y'all. Oh my God. Um, You don't know the code. (laughs) You see through the gates this uh this happening mary has fallen and both edward and watley are cradling her to the ground there was a fire around her feet but now it's sort of dissipated and there are just birds around i quickly put the truck into park open the door and yell get in let's go bellamy where did you come from Space! Get in! Let's go! We gotta get out of here! You were in the <gasps> ship? Poor choice of words! <laughs> so, Bellamy now says that she is from space. Everyone roll sanity. No, what? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> is this real? I- this is real. You guys oh, just had an encounter with the fucking alien. I don't no know one filled their sanity roll in. can or can't use luck. <laughs> You, you cannot. cannot. Oh, God damn it. What? <laughs> no luck. Oh, I got a nine. No, wait. You I'm can okay. for sanity. Sorry, you can for sanity. Um, yeah, yeah. I thought you couldn't for sanity, just for sanity loss. Like the... It's oh, the yeah, you can, you can offset your loss. Yeah, but not a, oh. not a fail But you roll. fail the roll. You fail. Yeah. Shit. The ship doesn't bother y'all but bellamy making a haha joke about getting the damn truck and y'all all want to lose your shit <laughs> not me i'm yeah. fine so 69 out of 65 nice oh, so close i rolled a 39 out of 89 yeah 33 out of 60 very good nine for me oh wonderful Watley. This seems like a really untrustworthy statement to you. And what the fuck is... How, how has Bellamy known about this ship and all sorts of things? Is she colluding with the ship in space? I get out of the truck and I'm walking towards them. Again, you don't know the code. So you're stuck on the other side of this gate. Mm-hmm. And Watley, you are so outside of your mind now knowing that Bellamy comes from space and that she is able to transport herself to and from different dimensions and perhaps you've always been meant to be be together that's maybe why you guys connected the way that you did and the effect of your sanity role is that you develop an alter ego please allow me to elaborate What the fuck? The hero's personality undergoes a complete transformation and is replaced by one completely different for one die ten rounds. The alter ego is a mirror opposite of the hero, where one is kind, the other is callous, where one is selfish, the other is altruistic. This could be used by the keeper to blah, blah, blah. What does that mean? What, well, explain Watley's personality normally. Like, so Watley is broody, moody, and very secretive. So I think Watley, for you, you've got to be very forthcoming. Like, go from who you are right now to uh, to like a real 
cheerleader type, you know, like, oh my God, I'm so glad you're here. Star 6969, <laughs> come on in. <laughs> so also, did Watley not believe he was in a relationship with Bellamy like Bellamy believes? So now he thinks he's in a relationship with Bellamy? That's a great question. Let's decide this now. So... <laughs> Okay, so Watley, under my control, thinks that, you know, Bellamy is not ready to be in a relationship. And so he's like, listen, she friend zoned me and that's okay. So I'm going to give her the space that she deserves and needs. I don't want to be that guy that's like pushing for something that isn't going to happen. So while they do have very tender moments together, he does not think this is going anywhere, which is why he's excited to get out on the town and meet other people so can't get all your loving and happiness from one person not when you got eight magic tentacles (laughs) (laughs) oh boy oh Oh, 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 boy okay so (laughs) I'm just gonna say for ten rounds I'm not even gonna roll that yeah let's go for it for a bit So Bellamy gets to the gate and she starts shaking on the gate like, hello. I open mouth, just agape, walk over to the gate and open it. Okay. Bellamy, I, Bellamy, 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 I, I can't believe this. This whole time I knew, I knew there was something different about you. Uh, that's I just great. don't understand why why didn't you share this with me? Oh, you want to talk about things we didn't share? I could have shared so much with you. Do you realize what we could have done? We did share so much and you still lied. No, 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 no. I pushed him aside. Let's go, all of you. Maybe not you, but all of the rest of you. We got to go. Where do we need to go? Pick up your lover and get in the truck and let's go to your house. We have to get out of here. I'm your your wish is my command, and I lift her off the ground. <laughs> no, no. Put, put me down. Put me down. Da- Damn it, Watley, I'm talking about Mary. Just pick Mary up. I already know. I I listened to your messages. I snooped in your house. I know things. Get Get Mary, get in the truck. We have to go. We don't have time for this right now. We'll argue I, at your house. I glance back at Edward. Oh, oh, he's he's got her. She's fine. Edward, are you carrying Mary to the truck? Is anyone going to this <laughs> truck? <laughs> I, I'm kind of staring dumbfounded at this whole conversation, not really moving. If I feel she is transportable and, and she's not injured to where, like, I can worsen her situation, I probably will pick up her unconscious form and start carrying her towards the car. Sure. So, Edward, as you are examining her, you see that she is completely healed. She doesn't even smell of smoke. Ed, I'd probably just leave her here. That's the whole reason we called. That way, you leave her in front of, like, the busted out window. It'll look like she, like, blew out the window and then, hey, oh, something exploded. And then we could kind of, like... Pretend like we weren't here. But what about Ilaria? It's it's not safe. What if... She'll be fine. She's got aliens on her side. That's not real, Ilaria. It may not be real Mary. 
I know that uh, uh, Laria and Nighthawk, the ones that we've been, they're not real. They've gone mad. They're they're like a weird, uh, wrong version. And I can explain how I know that, but we have to go. We have to go. Also, I saw Darius. There's a whole thing. Well, see? We've got to go. What? You saw Darius? I now see the fire trucks and the ambulance and the police all careening down the street toward you. You uh, have like a couple moves. Max, I, I have your bag in the car. The dogs are in the car. We got to go. And I run. I will run for the car as well. Before I run to the car, I'll say, Ed, just leave her. She'll be fine. And I run to the, I run to the truck and hop into the back of it. I don't even get inside. I will push open the windows and pass uh, Mac his, uh, Mac, wow, Max his bag through it so that he has that. Oh, reunited. It feels so good. I, I can't leave her behind. I'm bringing her with me. I'm sorry. So I, I just pick her up and I start booking it towards the car. Okay. So some of you are sitting in the back of the, the bed of the pickup truck and Bellamy is able to very deftly get you out of there. Uh, no problem. She has now mastered the stick shift. And um, you guys are able to very quickly get out of the way as all of the emergency vehicles kind of roll up and start trying to deal with the fire and the rescue and all of this good stuff. Where are you headed? Uh, back to Watley's house. Okay, so Watley, you are in the front seat with Bellamy, and she's a little bit turned around, so you're able to give her directions to get back to your house. Bellamy, he seems so sweet. Oh my god. No, no, too late for that. Mm -mm. He just seems really nice. <laughs> so what you're saying gonna... is that ship has sailed? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Uh, I'm focused solely on the road. I'll listen to his directions so that we get back there quickly, but I'm not having any additional conversations with him at this moment. Okay, great. You're able to get to Watley's house, no problem. I hop out. I let the dogs out. Doors open, guys. We should get inside. Everybody should, like, relax. We can get married. Where'd you get up. this truck? Uh, I, yeah, I stole it. Um, Bear, let's park oh. it behind the house so it's not so no one can see it. <laughs> good point. Good point. We do that. We do that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were such a go-getter, Bellamy. I knew it. We can just set Mary up in Watley's bed, where I'm sure she will be comfortable and familiar. It'll be fine. It'll be great. Mary pops up her head. I've never been here before. I'm so sorry. Um. Uh. So I know that this is weird, but I'm not allowed to see this, but here's a note for you. Thanks. And she takes a note out of her pocket and hands it to you. It looks to be on some sort of like a old timey looking parchment. It almost reminds you of Todd because he would spend all this time making props for your D&D &D games. So it looks like a little spell could have been written on it. Who's this from? I don't know. I feel like I have to say this is from me, but it, it doesn't make any sense. I'm so sorry. I oh, from, wish I could be more specific. From the real you, maybe? What 
Okay. Uh, can I see it? <laughs> uh-huh. And she just pushes the paper toward you. She'll look at Edward. What does she mean, the real me? I'm the real me. No, right? Uh, absolutely, Dr. Mason. Um, how are you feeling? Uh, do you feel dizzy at all? No, I feel great. I, I'm a little confused that there's, there seems to be like some gap in my memory. I don't remember... I don't I, remember anything after, well, I don't remember anything after the last week. It just, the last thing I remember is we, we performed, you, you assisted me on a surgery. It was, um, it was on a 12 year old boy. We were Wait. just, with, there was like a no. bowel obstruction and. Ugh. No, Dr. Mason, it was, it was Leo, you know, of, of the divine bovine. He, he was unconscious and uh, badly, in, badly injured. No, Edward, you know that I never forget a surgery. I am, I am very confident that I remember all of my patients and I have never operated on Leo before. Well, maybe this Mary has What? Clara, Clara, can you stop saying that? Sorry. We don't know mm. if there are other Marys. Oh, if there um, are other Ilarias and other Nighthawks. There are definitely probably other Marys. I've seen another Mary. Um, she, oh. she, she taught me that spell that I did. Uh, what, what is everybody talking about? Okay, okay hold on. Okay. I'm not going to stand here and take this from all of you. I am a respected surgeon, and I am going to go outside, and I'm going to let you all get whatever note-taking out of your system, because I don't have to take this from you. I am who I say that I am, and fuck anyone that says otherwise. And she just bursts out the door. Clara, like, what was that about? Why are you saying these things about Mary? Uh, it's it's really hard to explain. I I tried to turn invisible, and I went somewhere else, and I saw a real. I'm assuming the real Mary, and she taught me how to do this spell to to protect you guys. I. It was all very confusing. There was a eye. Did you see the eye in the ceiling? She was watching us, and I, yeah, no, I, I did see the eye. I, I don't know how to explain it, but I mean, you're just, you're just gonna have to trust me. I'm not saying this, this Mary's bad or anything. I just, I don't think she's. The real Mary. I wanted to see what this note says because I'm dying of curiosity. So I'm going to open the note and read it. You know, Clara, I think you're really on to something there. I think what we really need is trust. <laughs> wow. Mm. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. understanding. Ooh, good one. Yes. You know what, Watley? You've been really helpful lately, so I I do trust you. 
you're one of us now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Edward. You really came through there, Squid Belly. Thank you. I, we really, really helped out back there. I don't appreciate the nickname, but I do appreciate being a part of the team. Hmm. Ah, that didn't hurt, did it? Felt good, right? Yeah, Bellamy, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I, I've been wrong this entire time. I see what you see in Watley now, and, um... Ooh. Yeah, so... Strong, um, strong assumption there. I, uh, I don't see... What I see in Watley is a lot of, uh, falsehoods and secret keeping and lying. I mean, he... Wow. Wow. I thought that we... It doesn't matter, but um, I don't trust Watley. I, I actually think that you guys were right. So this is a weird turn of events um, for me. But I do want to tell you guys real quick. Um, I I had a little vision thing and I saw Mary and I saw Darius and they had a conversation. And that's not, well, I that's not the real Mary because Darius used her likeliness, even though he's not supposed to be able to do it. I don't fully understand everything that was said, uh, but there was some talk about demigods and uh, Yogg-Sagoth, and yeah, I think we're in a lot of trouble. Is what I got from that. But I, there are there are copies. This, I think. This place is filled with copies, and Alaria, specifically, and Nighthawk, the ones that you guys, well, I knew that you said Alaria, that you blew up, they went mad. They're not the real them. Well, that certainly explains why she attacked us, if she went mad. But now, what if the Mary copy goes mad? Uh, anybody can go mad. This place is wild. I saw aliens, aliens. people just blowing up houses left and right. Uh, uh, you know, come on. Th- yeah, th- things get crazy around Max, here. Max, I feel like we need to talk about the whole blowing up the house thing. Um, what does that note say? Great job that, Max. Whoa. Great job. You really thank saved you very us much. back there. Edward, Absolutely, thank you. killed me. Like... <laughs> No, 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 no! I know. I, I was trying. I was saving the day. I was saving. I was. It's just what I do. Uh, I save the day. Like I, ah. I'm not doing too well. Like I'm in a lot of pain. I've got some blisters. Like that's from that monster that had you. I, Max, it would have been worse if Max, I didn't do anything. That's that's us. That's that's Twiggy and me. We the 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 tree thing that was. Both Twiggy and me. I remember there being trees, yes. Yeah, it's Twiggy. She's a, a part of me. She's not a monster. It, well, like in a good way? It, yeah, she's helped me. Because in she's, the moment, it seemed very scary and off-putting and like it was trying to take you away from us. No, she she was helping me. I. Mm, okay. You know, I think maybe... You all should not use the term monster. There are many wondrous things on this island, and the term monster really just drives a wedge of fear and misunderstanding between, you know, the natives and and you all. 
And I, I just, I think you're above that now. I'm pretty sure that you referred to your brother as a monster in your journal, so... Wait, what brother? He's a brother you that a he brother? has locked up in the barn. And that's where we're going to call it. <laughs> <laughs> we never got to the note! No, <laughs> <damn it. laughs> I love how all of us were just going with whatever, like, yeah. we were just. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I was just waiting for God. someone to bring up the note so I could be like, okay, let's, let's read this note. But that was better. That was better. Yeah, I tried and then we got derailed. <laughs> Enjoy the episode? Click the link in our bio to join our Discord and follow us on Twitter at St. Paxton Podcast. The opening and closing theme for Welcome to St. Paxton, The Promenade, was created by Rob Anderson. Find him at Potentially Rob. This episode was edited and produced by Steph Kingston and Hiroshi. Follow us at Stefo Kingston and maybe Hiroshi. While you're there, follow the rest of the crew too. V is at Typical Veronica, Mike is at One Gaming Lane, Stace is at Definitely Stacy, Fred is at I Think I'm Fred, Steph is at Starlet Firefly, and Ben is at Ben Stonic. The podcast art is made by Evan Mitchell. Find out more about his work on the podcast for Whom the Dice Roll. Go to our website, cafpodcast.com, to find some hidden gems and behind-the-screens info. And if you want to support the show, Share us on social media, leave a five-star review on your podcast player of choice, check us out live on twitch.tv slash geeklyinc, and if you really want to, you can back us at patreon.com slash Podcast. If you like our work, please check out some of the fantastic work on geeklyinc.com, and consider supporting the network at patreon.com slash geeklyinc. You can also take a listen to the other great shows from Geekly, like Random Encounters, you're a wizard, Harry, or inks and issues. Drama does not always mean skulls in hand and tragic experiences. It just means a compelling and holistic story experience. Or at least that's the theory behind our little audio drama. We look for that balance, and personally I feel it's made better by cohesively bringing so many story elements together. More importantly, though, it's also made better by the community that listens and supports us, including people like Amber Schmidt, who's also a patron of our show. Thank you for your support, Amber, and to all of our patrons, and to anyone who listens, shares, and enjoys their time on St. Paxton. Don't worry, I'll take care of Clara. I got I got Rosie t- well taken care of. Oh boy, absolutely. I'm so glad you're here, Max. Oh god, I'm glad I'm here be too. Able to do without you. I'm, while you guys are going out, I might even answer the phone. Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> it could be the paramedics that I called, so that might be a good idea. Absolutely, let them know that we've got a lot of crazy stuff going on. They need to come fully prepared. <laughs> Just. Instead of just being like, God damn it. When's it, gonna, when's it gonna be my turn? And when am I gonna figure out he's trying to hurt me? I know. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm gonna do for my turn. Hopefully you run. Yeah. But you know, you do whatever you hey, yeah. that, that's I'm not trying well, to influence anything. I'll figure it out when Hopefully, I get there. 
Yeah, hopefully she makes like a tree and leaves. Ah. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Why don't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, now <laughs> I'm going to start so having good. Max. Now, now you got me thinking of Back to the Future, and he's just going to start uh, mimicking Biff and be like, Why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. I'm gonna roll some things for you. Hold on. I will just leave Watley's ass here. <laughs> Don't you worry, baby. Yeah, we'll just oh, we'll no. just pin the fire on him. <laughs> He'll be fine. He I'm, can handle it. He's I'm a big boy. Checking Mary's vitals right now. <laughs> you're you're both just like pushing each other's hands off off of her neck, just being like, no, I'm checking. No, I'm checking. No, I'm checking. <laughs> Look, Watley, I'm the doctor. Okay, I've got this. How do you even know Mary? 